0: That means they know what it takes to help you personalize your policies for your small business needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.
1: Wow, that guy means business. Just an amazing player. No, not him. The sports photographer behind him. Uh, what? He has a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where he earns 5% annual percentage yield. So he's scoring big on and off the field. You might even
0: say he's the MVB. MVB? the most valuable business making your money work harder that's how
1: you business differently intuit quickbooks banking services
0: provided by green dot bank member fdic only funds and envelopes are an apy apy can change at any time
2: hi everyone this is pivot from new york magazine and the vox media podcast network i'm kara swisher
1: and i'm scott galloway
2: how you doing scott you're so calm
1: yeah i do feel calm why Uh, do you feel calm you know, I'm not entirely sure. I didn't drink. There's like. a coup
2: going on, in case you're interested, or an <laughs> yeah. attempted coup by a bunch of imbeciles. Isn't it
1: ironic that we have a coup by a draft dodger? I mean, uh. it just doesn't get any doesn't get any stranger.
2: They're scary and feckless at the same time. That's what it is. It's scary because they're installing all these people at DOD and and whatever, but they're all idiots. And so you're sort of like interesting, but can they pull it off? But they can't do anything. So it seems like no. They can't pull it
1: off. No, it's sort of Rick Moranis Darth Vader in Spaceballs. It's like, thank God, <laughs> thank God, they're just so dangerously, uh, thank God, they're just so fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, what are they yeah. going to do? They're going to mm-hmm. take this all the way to the Supreme Courtyard by Marriott. I mean, these yeah. people are just these people <laughs> are just. Did you say that joke of Yeah, Court. <laughs> that's that's been in the dog's pocket for a while. Uh, yeah, I just, it, you know, the, the scariest thing about Dick Cheney was that he was very smart and he was good at fomenting relationships. He was. And, and
2: I was scared of him.
1: He's, for a good reason. Yeah. Uh, the, the Achilles heel is between the ears of this administration. And yeah. that is, they're just... They're just so dumb. It's like they don't even know how to be good strong men. It's just so kind of.
2: They have made the implicit explicit, though. This is a theme I'm thinking of this idea of they do everything explicitly. It's sort of like in a a James Bond movie. Uh, It's kind of, yeah, I kind of do, because it's like, now we're going to put you in a buzzsaw and then we're going to take over this and then we're going to do this. And of course, James Bond gets out and stops the whole thing. That's what they
1: do. You expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. I expect (laughs) expect you to die. die.
2: You know we that just movie keeps that getting moved. It's making me so depressed. I really want to see the new James Bond movie.
1: Yeah, well, I love James Bond smart, so much. They switch. They put it on us. They are switching. It. They just moved the
2: Wonder Woman movie to like 2040, and so I'm not happy about any of this. In yeah. any case, what is coming up on Net- Netflix is saving my life right now. I have mm-hmm. to say, with with by the way, the Queen's Gambit is getting bigger and bigger. See, aren't you glad that I mentioned that you should watch it? You should still watch it.
1: I did. I've watched it's, the first two episodes. It's
2: great, isn't it?
1: I think it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just wonderful. wonderful.
2: Which is turns I'm glad I'm glad something goes. But Netflix is saving life. There's about to come out a movie on Netflix, uh, a rom com with uh, Kristen Stewart, uh being a lesbian, going home with her girlfriend and the girlfriend. Oh, well, I'll family definitely is. watch that. Yes, exactly. You know what For me, I, you know what? I, I a,
1: I've been I've been watching rom coms with lesbians for a while. It's called Cinemax, Karen. No, it's called no, Cinemax. Don't
2: even, don't even. Anyway, this is adorable. And Kristen Stewart adorable. is adorable, and therefore I shall be sitting yeah, right I there can. at Thanksgiving watching it and ignoring. My children. Anyway, a couple more things we can banter about. Supreme uh, get bought, got bought by Vans, mm-hmm. parent company. Um, can streetwear brand maintain its image when it goes corporate? Supreme has has continued to say uh, successful. It's interesting. My kids love Supreme, and then they thought it was not good, and then they liked it again. It was interesting. Hmm. You know, but they did like it for a long time.
1: I, I think this is a fantastic acquisition. Uh, and the purists, uh, I come from the world of brand strategy where, they're, mm-hmm. uh, where people love to think of themselves as brand purists. And there's all these blogs about how Supreme is done. Uh, first off, VF is outstanding at yeah. taking streetwear brands and maintaining the equity and then providing the scale. I mean, VF has pulled off some of the most successful acquisitions in history. They took... North Face, which took forty North years face, to get to a billion, yeah. and they took it to two billion almost overnight by providing the platform distribution in China.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think the North Face brand is stronger than it ever yeah, is. Super. They took Vans, which I'm have this. A
2: Patagonia girl. But go ahead.
1: They took Vans for. Um, isn't that what Kristen Stewart wears? Anyways, yes. it,
2: they <laughs> together you will watch the movie wearing our Patagonia fleece. They took
1: that. A lot of emotions running high in that image. Anyways, the a lot of mixed emotions. So they took um, Vans which mm-hmm. is a wonderful brand but had ups and downs yeah. and some good brand management some and they absolutely scaled yeah. that thing so
2: my kid you wants have, me to wear Vans
1: you have a and everyone said well they paid too much for it 2 billion on a 500 million dollar for 12 months that's four times revenues that is rich for an apparel company but you know whether it, uh, Probably the one of the best acquirers of of brands. Estee Lauder's right up there. They took yeah. the, you know, they took Mac, this little, right. I think it was fifty or hundred million Made dollar kind of cult brand, and everyone said, Oh, it's over. They scaled it to a couple billion dollars. VF is outstanding. They have outstanding management. What they did with Vans, what they did with North Face, what what they could do with this, this brand and this platform, they have outstanding brand management, bigger scale. And not only that, not only that, the acquisition's already paid for. Yeah. The stock has gone from the market capitalization of VF has gone from twenty-seven billion to three billion in the five days since they've announced it. Even though it came back a little bit, meaning yeah, they make made-
2: Supreme. Supreme's an interesting band. I don't think it depends on street cred necessarily. It actually makes them very attractive. It has a look. Uh, my kid has a, a, a lot of Supreme stuff, and it's quite expensive. But it's it's lovely stuff. I have to say. I mean, this is a parent talking, which means dead in the water if that's the case. But I think you're right. They they're, they're going to do very well with this brand.
1: Artisanship. Artificial scarcity, very, very low ratio of physical footprint to digital, 70% done digital. And also, they've mastered this whole idea of these Monday drops where they create excitement and they pre-sell everything. Indeed. And then they're going to – this is what acquisitions are supposed to be. You take something really unique and wonderful, and artisanship, and then you help – you help these guys scale with capital and distribution. So I'm actually a big fan of this. They
2: had one of these uh, stores, these pop-up stores in Los Angeles. We were at the Taylor, Tyler, the rapper store nearby. It was all on this one street, Fairfax in Los Angeles. Uh, and then lines were around the block mostly from people from Asia, which was really interesting. just around the block wanting, just buying big giant bags of this stuff, which is interesting. So they'll probably expand it quite significantly all over the place. Um, uh, another thing, uh, since Trump's defeat the in the election QAnon has lost some steam apparently is the mm-hmm. internet about to become a better place or am i too optimistic everyone's moving all the all the obnoxious people are moving more to parlay or parlor or whatever the heck they call it which i call a flash in the clan but um it looks like a, they're like oh, wait this wasn't true the QAnon people are surprised that perhaps the things they've been um touting were not true
1: well it's 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 just a couple... it's a collision of of, of two things and the first is uh, Facebook and Twitter have realized mom and dad are coming home early, and they're trying desperately to pretend that they're not awful people and, mm-hmm. and clean themselves up and put on. You know, they're attempting to starch a permanently black hat, sort of dark gray. Yeah, and they're 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 doing what they should have been doing for the last decade. So, but just to let you know, just as we remember Marco Rubio and
2: Susan oh, Collins, we're going
1: to remember Facebook and Twitter how you've actually behaved the last decade. And then Michael you have. Rubio
2: has doubled down on dumb. It's really amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I, I, Same I, the with Lincoln Project says that he's their next target.
2: Yeah, good. Um So, Let me help and by
1: him. the way, he's already—he's literally already—he's not spending any time representing the the, the great state of Florida. He's—he's no. he's spending all his time raising oh, money for a twenty twenty-four so run. He's already calling He's Never going to
2: become president. Let's just make that clear. Oh, he's never, convinced he
1: is. Um,
2: he is never Tucker Carlson's going to ride all over them. Same thing with Pompeo. Another oaf. Same thing with crews they ne- no nobody likes you guys sorry no one likes you even the people that would vote for you don't like you. They like Tucker Carlson, they like the lady from uh, um, from South Dakota, Nome, and they like that de- President Trump is who they like. So yeah, if he I think
1: Nikki Haley is in there too. But Haley, the other, the, yeah. th- the other second force, and uh, we uh, we made a prediction around this. Yeah, all the concern about Trump and autocracy and him holding on and not leaving the office. What people fail to realize is that when a good man with poor execution leaves office. We give him a Nobel Peace Prize. We love Jimmy Carter. Right. And strong men usually end up hung upside upside down, naked, with bullet mm-hmm. holes in them, or they're taken to a field yeah. like Ceausescu and yeah. executed with their wife. Okay. Uh, strong men. The, do, strong men do not have a good yeah uh, post game play. Eh, uh, he's gonna.
2: He's gonna be just fine. He'll be no,
1: just I don't fine. think so. See, I, that's right. and that's my prediction. I think his power over the party, his power over media. A mix of a mix of there's yeah, this phenomenon. I think yeah. people are just. I think he is literally. It's going to be fade to mediocrity. The the yeah. fall to mediocrity here and irrelevance is just going to be as violent and as is as yeah. is, is strange as his as his rise. I don't I don't think he's going to be pose nearly the threat, the presence, the equity, the influence that all these Republican senators think he's going to have. Who literally have. Their, their testicles have, they've all become, I don't know what the term Indeed. is.
2: Indeed. Well, what's interesting, though, Facebook has, speaking of trying to uh, starch their hat white, Facebook has extended its political ad ban for another month as the Georgia Senate runoff heats up. So they can't really be using that. They certainly continue to use um, content to do that, but it's it'll be interesting. And again, Kevin Roos, again, has pointed out how badly they have... Uh, Bollock's the content problem. And then Facebook whacked back at him this week saying yeah. it's not as bad as you th- it's bad, but not as bad as you think it is. So it was interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna get to big stories because one of the stories that's getting lost in all this is uh, COVID-19. The cases are sadly back on the rise in the United States. Yeah. Let's talk about what this means for cities and businesses. I, I hate to bring this back, but it's not over, even though we had some good news around the uh, the the, the uh, vaccines, which they're good news, but they're not the end point yet. Uh, this week, a COVID case in the U.S. saw a 69% two-week surge. New York's Mayor de Blasio said the city is on the cusp of a second lockdown and restaurants around the state will start to close by 10 p.m., European cities are already on their second round of lockdowns. Even Republican states—they're putting mask mandates. Uh, sort of anticipating Biden doing that. But a lot of Republican states, Utah and uh, Ohio, are looking at that. Meanwhile, with the news of the Pfizer vaccine, we've seen the stocks of pandemic star companies like Zoom fall and travel companies' stocks soar. But we're we're in the middle of it still. And most people think next October is the first time we will all. Next September will be when everything will be back to, and there's no such thing as normal. So talk about the impact on businesses.
1: So look, I I always need to preface this with I'm a glass half empty kind of guy. I Mm -hmm. mean, 99% of academics, investors, media personalities will always say, well, I'm an optimist. It's impossible for 99% of people to be better drivers than the median. It's impossible for everyone to be an optimist. And I just think the data is just so ugly here. And yeah. the fact that we haven't experienced a winter with COVID, the fact that we had, we're setting new records every day. We now have record hospitalizations and we have uh, the tip of the spear here, are the people that are supposed to be, you know, the, 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 the reason Taiwan, South Korea, and Germany have done so well around this and have managed to arrest the death, disease, and disability that's been levied on our nation is they have leadership and coordination. Mm-hmm. And it appears that our leadership has just decided that they don't care. That they didn't
2: care before. Now They're, they're willing, willing to really don't. infect compli- each other. He's busy doing voter fake voter fraud lawsuits when he should be talking about COVID. But, of course, he doesn't care about the job. I, mean, I really. also,
1: unfortunately, believe that our superpower as a nation is our optimism is that I don't want to say that the vaccine from Pfizer is wonderful. It's a wonderful story. It's the couple, the, the Turkish-German immigrants. It's just... It's wonderful, but everything that has happened, every projection that has happened around COVID-19 has one thing in common. It's been too optimistic. Mm -hmm. Everything's taken longer than we thought. So you know everybody we were supposed to have a vaccine by now and and whatever projections you get around when we'll get this vaccine, when it'll be administered, when we actually get the herd immunity, when we can distribute a product that needs to be stored at negative sixty Celsius and requires yeah. two doses. Tough, do you realize two thirds two thirds of people don't come in for their follow up I think it's their h p v vaccination, yeah. I mean so i'm 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 really Scott w-
2: Walgreens called me and told you you need to get in for that, but go ahead, do <laughs> I.
1: <laughs> um there's so many wrong places I Scott could go with that. Herpes there's so Ganaway many is who wrong I like places I could go Herp. with that.
2: Herp is my name for Scott, but go ahead. Thanks for go. that.
1: And, <laughs> but you have you, you have walked into it. you you have this incredible optimism or we we have a tendency or a bias towards optimism. Yeah. And it's our comorbidity here, and we need to be uh, – it, it saddens me that New York restaurants are open right now. There was a study yeah. that just came out, and I, yeah, I think this good. is a really important observation, that people aren't super spreaders. Events and places are. And the four really dangerous areas are uh, rest, full-serve restaurants, cafes, hotels, which sort of shocked me, and also gyms. Mm-hmm. And all of those things need to be shut down. We need right. a national mass mandate again. The the data I always point to around China that's managed to to be the the host or the epicenter for this, but managed has managed to come back. Was they really seriously locked down? And I yep. don't understand this defeatism that we have embraced. That we don't have the will. Or the mentality, or the resources to severely it's lock down. The sure, theism. we do.
2: It's this herd mentality. You have to die sometime mentality. I told you, my brother said that to me. I was like, "What?" Like, you know, I mean, it's just really not my California brother. My other one. Um, it, there is a mentality of like, "Oh well, can't do anything about it." Look at Mark Meadows versus, you know, Ron Klain. Look at the look at the very different. Ron Klain is someone I know actually very well. He's going to be the chief of staff to yeah, Biden in the White exciting. House. He was also the Ebola czar. Um, and hopefully we'll get him on the show to ch- chat with us, but, um, he, you know, look at the difference. Mark Meadows got, was it as many super spreader events. He seems to have given a lot of people COVID was yeah. egregiously obnoxious about not wearing masks, rude on top of it. Not just, not just not wearing masks, but rude about it. Um, mm-hmm. And then gives it to people, gets it. And then you have someone like Ron Klein who does not have it, who uh, mm-hmm. a lot, you know, you don't see like this sweeping through the Biden camp. And you could, by the way, but they're careful. They're more careful and care about science. And here's this guy coming in who was, uh, you know, he he walked Ruth Bader Ginsburg through her um, Senate hearings. He's, you know, he was a clerk at the Supreme Court. He was the Ebola czar. Like mm-hmm. the qualifications to be able to handle something like this, I cannot wait till someone like that gets in place, rather than this fatuous chucklehead who just gets a gets uh has no. Nothing. He has no abilities um, in any of the things it requires, especially around COVID. So talk about what you, um, whether the restaurant industry can sustain another lockdown and also what uh, what should these at-home companies do to maintain their momentum as the vaccine is on the horizon, but still not here. Beyonce just teamed up with Peloton this week, uh, and which is great. I already did one. Um, what stocks would you buy now in this landscape?
1: So, uh- I think it's fairly obvious. There was a pandemic trade, right? The Peloton, Mm -hmm. the Zoom, and Amazon, and Mm -hmm. several others. Uh, Restoration Hardware, Williams-Sonoma, Home home Stocks. And they checked back. They all had some of their worst days um, when the vaccine or the excitement about the vaccine came out. And then the beach stocks, the hotels, the cruises, the airlines all skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. You want to take the other side of that trade now? And and I'm stealing my thunder. This was going to be my prediction, mm-hmm. but think about what's going on here. Uh, we're about to go into a winter. This this will be the worst winter we've had since 1943 in mm-hmm. terms of uh, mood in America. We're about to get. We're about to constantly get news about how we are losing this war. We have a fighting force that is led by incompetent generals that is misallocating revenues. That is, that is building tanks to go to fight itself as opposed to fight the enemy. It's mm-hmm. just so, so fucked up. And uh, we're about to have the worst winter, I think, in a long time. And what The perfect storm, the perfect storm, though, of good things
2: mm-hmm.
1: is about to happen for Amazon. Look at the macro data. The savings rate is greater than it's ever been because people aren't going out and spending money. They're not going to restaurants, they're not traveling, they're not buying anything but essentials. So, okay, the essential guys, boom, Target, Walmart, and Amazon, boom. So what do we have? We have an entire population of people who aren't gonna travel over Christmas, They have more money in their pockets. They've been buying essentials, but now they're going to move to discretionary because they're going to be home and they're going to be depressed. So they're going to buy a new rug. They're going to buy a new PlayStation 5 for their kids. They're going to spend more on Christmas gifts than they've spent in a long time because they have a lot of- But not locally,
2: but not locally.
1: Not, not locally, not in stores, on Amazon.
2: No, I get that. I get that. What was interesting, I, I get that. But the, the issue is, will they, when will they start to return to local? What was interesting, I just did a podcast with Raj Chetty on your suggestion, actually. He was amazing. And one of his statistics that was so interesting is that money spent in poorer areas is higher. The decline for local retail is lower because people have to go out and they mm-hmm. have to buy at stores and can't avail themselves to the Amazon solution. Mm-hmm. And money spent... Uh, locally in very wealthy areas of New York or San Francisco or wealthier areas of San Francisco, whatever whatever city it happens to be, has gone down precipitously and, and that they're not going to be hiring these people back because people are availing themselves to the Amazons of the world.
1: Well, the people that can't stay home can or do, mm-hmm. and they have nicer homes to stay at home. But look at, it's as if Amazon was invented for a pandemic. It's yeah. business lines or e-commerce. Oh, and by the way, they've made a massive investment in a near, in a vaccinated Cloud. supply chain uh, additional PPE additional compensation additional protocols so the the one supply chain that will likely be bulletproof through what will be the, the greatest e-commerce holiday in history is going to be, Amazon's going to be the most bulletproof. And all those vans, are which are mm-hmm. like tanks lining up in the border, all those green vans we've been seeing with that smiley face on it. Yeah. You know, all of uh, the traffic they have to the site, the fact that they, they aren't just essentials. They have now all, all the discretionary stuff you want. Yeah, he but has what our do government. they also have? They have AWS. AWS yeah. is Latin for remote work. The, pri- yeah. the AWS is going to have its best quarter ever. And, oh, wait, what about streaming video? Oh, then they now have the number two or the number three player. It's as if this thing was invented and it, it skyrocketed the first half of the year around 40 or 50%. But it's actually been flat since August. So that's this is your buy. What this else? is the perfect storm of good things for the the pandemic trade which unfortunately is going to get new wind in its sails because this is just going to be such and an ugly christmas when it's christmas. over they
2: will have the ability to make choices to keep going because there's not, it's not going to be just one pandemic by the way these novel corona novel viruses are, are here to stay and so you're going to have companies uh, uh, sort of lining up to decide you know you're not working for us unless you get the vaccine you're not doing this like they can start to begin to act like governments should be acting um, you know, saying you don't have to work here, but if you do, you have to get the vaccine, the things like that, and so that should be interesting. What other stocks? What other stocks?
1: Well, and who will who will offer that? I think I'm getting Amazon. me and my family are getting tested every week now. Yeah, and we have someone come to our house. It's expensive and it's 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 complicated. I think Amazon will start offering as a feature yeah. of Prime testing. Why not? And well, somebody, I was just
2: thinking, I'm trying to get Amanda tested because she's trying to go home to see her family. I mean, someone someone in
1: a, someone a nice. A nice, well-trained person in a uniform shows up to my house five times a week. Called an Amazon delivery person. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they just take a swab and put it in my nose? Yeah, and then send me an email. Send yeah. me, or better yet, just just ha- when I when Do I turn on test. my uh, Amazon show, it says your test results are in. It yep. just blinks, and you just say, Okay, Alexa, tell me what my test results were. I, yep, the diagnostics, the healthcare that Amazon is in a position because of their working. hardware, their distribution is just striking. Okay, so you asked for their stock. Can I tell you
2: someone in Silicon Valley solution? They What's bought that? their own testing. <laughs> you might want to think it's only five well, only. thousand. That'll be they the bought, next big innovation. They bought in hardware. Their own and yeah. then they, it's someone you know, and they want to play, not Jason Cookheads, uh, but. He likes to play poker. Wants to play poker with friends, and so bought the best tests that he could buy. And they test them before they come over, or they test them outside in the in the in the in their giant mansion courtyard. And then they wait, and then they can come in and play poker.
1: I don't know who that person is, but I think there's a non-zero probability the first or second guillotine gets built in front of their house.
2: <laughs> Just you'll see, you'll hear it on sway. It's someone who's going to be on sway.
1: Um, anyways good for them I, I like I think I, you're going to see hardware innovation here you're yeah. going to see just as we never used to we never had the hard, the hardware used to be we had these, these stupid glass pots called coffee coffee pots, and then it went yep. to the store, and then it went back to Nespresso and really cool hardware. Yep. Testing is about to be hardware and service. Same thing
2: with pregnancy tests. Like, you should be able to get them like that. Like, that, this is a real opportunity from a business point of view. And they became more and more accurate, that's all, over time. I think one of the issues of these rapid tests is the accuracy issues around them but uh, versus the other kind um, but that take a few days. But eventually, we will have testing in your home. You'll have a device where you get tested all the time. But... So, you
1: asked for other stocks. Yeah. Williams-Sonoma and Restoration will, all, will both hit all-time highs all as right. everybody decides, you know what? I'm going to get myself or my wife that new couch or new—we're going to invest in our home. Uh, uh, you're likely going to see Peloton rock, just rock yeah. it. They've, they've extended their lead.
2: I have seen four Peloton deliveries in my neighborhood. How I don't many live people
1: a... are going to give and Peloton as a gift? And by the way, these people
2: spent they're not very rich people. They just used to spend it at Orange Theory or SoulCycle or, Equinox, or their gym or, yeah, or Equinox. And the, they're just moving that the over. The sweat
1: industrial complex the y. is just being absolutely fundamentally um, recap. Four
2: Pelotons in the past week. It was really interesting. I and, know, and you're going
1: to see, unfortunately, you're going to see another leg down. In the beach stocks, who got very excited and it's premature because it's going to be a long, dark winter, so for, all for the pandemic airlines. stocks that checked back for a week, quite frankly, it's a buying opportunity. but the mother of all the mother of all pandemic Amazon. stocks, a company that literally looks as if it was architected for a pandemic is Amazon. and I you know, if I were advising people and I, I'd say I disclose what I'm doing, I think I think um. I think Amazon on a risk adjusted basis is just so bulletproof right now. It's gonna yeah. have the, the it's gonna have the mother of all quarters. We're never gonna see I don't think we're ever gonna see a company report the kind of metrics Amazon is gonna report in this quarter.
2: I would agree. Anyway, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about Europe's antitrust suit against Amazon. Speaking of that, and a listener mail question.
0: This episode is brought to you by State Farm. Be? the most valuable business. Making your money work harder. That's how you business differently. Intuit QuickBooks. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC.
1: Only funds in envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time.
2: Okay, we're back. Amazon has been charged with antitrust violations in Europe, the one that Scott was just touting as a stock. This week, the European Commission Vice President, Marguerite Vestager, back again, said Amazon was unfairly using data to box out smaller competitors, which is an issue in this country, too. The case has been expected for months and closely trails the United States' own antitrust lawsuit against Google. Apple and Facebook are also facing investigations, both in Washington and Brussels. Uh, along with Amazon, President-elect Joe Biden is expected to keep the mounting pressure on Silicon Valley during his time in office. It depends on who he picks for the number two, the antitrust slot at the Justice Department, but there's a lot of names being bandied about. And they're pretty aggressive, not as aggressive as people like Elizabeth Warren and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and David Cicilline want, but aggressive enough, more aggressive. Although, again, the Trump administration has been relatively aggressive in antitrust comparatively, too. So, why did Europe target Amazon before the other tech companies? I thought that was brilliant on Marguerite's part. And what's the strategy? And how will this transatlantic effort affect the companies, both in Europe and the U.S.?
1: You know, it's a good question. I don't know why—the only thing I can think of around why going after Amazon first, because I think the case is actually stronger against Google, is that when you go after Amazon, it— a weakened Amazon or a less dominant Amazon, there are uh, – European retail is still a very large, robust business. Mm-hmm.
2: It is indeed. Local, too. Yeah. Local.
1: And so, that helps the local guys out more. Whereas if you hurt Google, it kind of helps Facebook or if you – so, I wonder if the they think, okay, the whole point of antitrust is oxygenate the economy with greater competition – it feels to me that, that that oxygen that oxygen flows to other European retailers as opposed to another American tech company. So mm-hmm. the the people really pushing or shoving, Vestia are like Yelp and Expedia, yep. you know, who are angry at Google. And so if she goes after Google, she's helping you know other American companies. Where I think if she goes after Amazon, she's helping European retailers. What do you think? That's the only thing I, I can think come she's up with. smart.
2: I think it's an. It, I think she can get stop it before. Kind of thing. Google mm-hmm. sort of invaded in ways that they haven't been able to push back. And Amazon doesn't quite have the same power in Europe. And it, people like their local retailers There's a much, you know, just the way they have more, more attention to privacy as citizens, they really, it is a big deal among citizens and has a lot of support the idea of local retail is a big deal in europe comparatively that's right. we w- we'll just throw our local retailers over the over the side if we need to and accept our amazon boxes europe that's not the case it will be eventually they eventually got mcdonald's they eventually get all our horrible behaviors um but um but it's really uh it's really the right place to go and also it's it's easy to you know, she has to demonize them a little bit. And that's what she's good at. Um, and so, uh, and, and then there's a very clear, m- between the marketplace and the things they sell is just such a clear, and Amazon's already, there's a lot of emails about this. They're, it's a good case for them. I think it, it makes sense. It doesn't mean they're not going to stop with the others, but I really think in terms of getting results, I suspect that she sees more, y- yielding of more fruit for her uh, and, and, We'll see where it goes here. People have not targeted Amazon here quite as much, although there are investigations, because um, people love Amazon, right? That's one of the issues here. Um, people love and depend on it. In the middle of a pandemic, it's harder. There in Europe, they don't depend on it in the same way um, yet, yet, Um so I think it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see who Biden picks for all these uh, these, these different... Yeah,
1: uh, well, just back on Amazon in Europe, yeah. 80% of German consumers have huh. bought something from Amazon in the last 12 months. And 800,000 yeah, exactly. 800, retailers, mom and pop and larger retailers sit on the Amazon platform and there's Amazon yeah. gathering all that data, deciding which and how categories they're going to go into directly and compete. And that's the primary issue here is you can't, both own the rails and get access to all that data and then compete at the end station. And essentially, it reminds me of, I don't know, in my opinion, the best TV series of all time, Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. The Cook, Jesse and Walter's only, only survival, they were literally playing for time, was they wanted, they wanted them to teach other people how to cook meth, and once mm-hmm. someone else got 80% as good, they were going to be dead. And right. that's how every retailer feels on Amazon. It's like, well, as long as I can make better crystal, much better, I'm fine. But there's Amazon watching me with their head over my shoulder, taking notes, right. and trying every day to find new ways to cook themselves. And once they can cook the meth at 80%, yep. 80% of the quality, they're going to put a bullet in my head. Yep, that was indeed. a real reach in terms of a metaphor, but I think it yeah. works. I, I think, think it works. works. I think I think, it I think
2: works. she's picking the right. She's a she's a savvy woman, and yeah, I think she, is. she knows. She's very good. I, it's not that it's too the barn doors closed with Google, but they definitely will have a. They've been fighting for years. Let's just say I think that the, she is going for. There is a great love of local retail in Europe, and I love Marguerite
1: Besteau. She should yeah. start a rom com with Kristen Stewart.
2: Boom
1: on Netflix now. <laughs> I don't know. The new (laughs) rom-com. She was a former Danish economic minister. No,
2: she's a straight lady. She just sort of looks a little bit that way, but she's not. She's a a big family. I, I don't
1: see looks, Kara. I don't you know, reduce do women's that, looks do down to their sexual orientation. <laughs> I'm, a fa- I'm triggered. Do, do I'm remember, triggered. Do
2: you remember that the website from a long It may still exist. <laughs> it was called Dyke or German Lady. <laughs> Swipe. And uh, then it was uh, Euro. Uh,
1: Dyke or German Lady? Was there a yes button? I, you, I, I was I, always I have wrong. Absolutely I was wrong. no comment. Absolutely no comment. Like,
2: Damn. German lady. <laughs> She's German. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. <it> was, <laughs>
2: It was funny. No, I was just no. showing Amanda the sho- remember shoes.
1: Shoes. Oh my God, shoes. Let's get some shoes.
2: Shoes, shoes. That video. I'm looking at a lot of old viral videos these days, and one of them was I don't shoes. Know
1: any of those? You know, we didn't talk about as I try to elegantly segue out of German lady or lesbian <laughs> is uh, Apple and its chips.
2: Yeah, I think
1: we'll that's get to a that. big deal.
2: All right. Yes, we do. Yes, we will talk. Maybe we'll talk about it on Monday. Okay. But we will talk about that. That is a big deal. That's yet and we don't have a third topic. But listen, we have a listener mail. We're going okay. to do that Let's instead. Let's, Let's go to the listener mail question.
1: You've got you've got. I can't believe I'm going to be a mailman. You, you've got mail. Hi, Kara and Scott. This is Michael from Melbourne, Australia. Scott, President-elect Biden has flagged free college tuition, which has triggered heated reactions on social media. And I was wondering what your view would be of this on the university sector. Love the show. Thanks for taking my question.
2: Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to leave that for you, Scott, because this is you know I don't think he said uh, he's flagged it, but I think that's more of a Bernie Sanders
1: yeah. kind of thing. Well, and Elizabeth Warren. What well, Elizabeth they Warren? Both absolutely. It. Uh, it's it, it makes the far left look bad, and it's another reflex memory of of tired, uh, really. um, far-left ideas that make absolutely no sense. Free college is nothing but a transfer of wealth from the poor to the rich, which we've been doing a really good job of for the last 30 years because the majority of students good in at that college, the majority of students in college are either from upper middle income or wealthy households. The top 1% are 77 kids in the top 1% of income earning households are 77 times more likely to go to an elite college. It's not about providing free college. It's about making college more attainable to those who can't afford it. So, we should take all that income they're planning to 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 push to rich people who populate uh, college campuses right now, and we should use it use it for targeted financial support, and we should use it to expand big tech, schools big embrace of big tech so they can dramatically expand enrollment at universities such that a place like UCLA can go from an admittance rate. Of 12% whereas now to 60% so they can continue to let in the unremarkable children of single mothers who live and die a secretary and then they can go on to make a shit ton of money hosting podcasts with German or lesbian co-hosts. The opportunity... The opportunity is not free education. The opportunity is more education, affordable for everybody. But by all means, rich people continue to charge them fifty eight thousand bucks to send them to NYU.
2: We don't have the money for it right now. Also, that, that said, Dr. Jill Biden is an education expert. Uh, she she may weigh in on some of this. Do you think?
1: Yeah. And by the way, I didn't. I didn't. It was a thoughtful question. That sound. That man sounded really nice. So I don't. I don't. A, a really good question. Another really stupid
2: thing mm-hmm. for
1: giving everyone student loans.
2: Oh, yeah. That's what they're You know talking.
1: what? We're a capitalist society. And my dad, my dad said this to me when he moved here. He's like, America's a terrible place to be stupid. I think we put for-profit schools out of business. I think it is morally corrupt what we've done, but there's a lot of people who make stupid mistakes and they paid off their student loans. What do you say to them? What do you say to them the day after they pay it all off? And then you come in and forgive everyone's student loans? You expand social service, you, you expand national service, and you you come up with a lot of ways to serve your country and get really aggressive loan forgiveness, but you just don't show up and start bailing people out of their stupid positions or their stupid decisions. It was a stupid decision for a lot of people to take on the student debt they I did. I don't know
2: if it's stupid. I think people have Well, we're praying on their hopes
1: and dreams. I agree. Yes, we got to hit Secondly, it from
2: Secondly, there has to be creative ways to do this. You're right. There has to be And the second thing is, like, it just needs to be cheaper. It just needs, they need to be more broad, more different ways to go that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. I had
1: student debt. Did you have, well, you didn't, you were rich. I had student debt, but my student debt after undergrad and grad was a total, a total of $17,000. And I could afford to pay that back because my total tuition, my total tuition for undergrad and grad at UCLA and Berkeley, get this, total tuition was $7,000. Amazing. So we need to move back. I tried
2: to get my kid to go
1: to- To UC? Public
2: university. No, we, we, well, when we were in California, but no, it, it doesn't matter. He wasn't so. going
1: for it. Anyways. He's paying
2: your salary, Scott. Anyways. That's what I'm doing right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, by the, by the way, I return all my salary. But, anyways. Uh, oh, my the, God. The, the, there's a huge opportunity here, and that is to take some of this money and dramatically expand public land grant universities where two thirds mm-hmm. of America's youth are educated. And to upgrade technology, if you double, if you just take 50% of classes online, you effectively double supply. We need some class traders to get rid of the most unproductive, immoral union in the world tenure. And we need to take these great universities, University of Texas, Cal State, Michigan, University of Florida, back to where they were such that good kids, not just freakishly remarkable kids, have a shot at an outstanding education at a good price. It doesn't need to be free. There's no reason. I worked my ass off to get through UCLA, but I could do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. That teaches you character. That teaches you sacrifice. It's not your birthright to go to college. So it's there's there's a shade of gray here that nobody on the left or nobody on the right wants to talk about. They either want to say free college or you know they, it's like well okay let's be more thoughtful. Defund defund the police. Well no we really don't want to defund Come the police. On, that's a smaller
2: group of people. Most people want police reform and that's Agreed. legitimate and reasonable.
1: Agreed. Okay. Sorry. I got, I got on my rant there. Most people do that
2: one. That, that's just an ad. Like, it, you know, it's just an ad. It's just an ad. It's a it's call going. sign. Yeah. There are lots of people who think that, but the vast majority of people sit right in the middle, which is reform. Free
1: college. Why don't you just give more money college, to rich people? They want people.
2: cheaper college. They that's want college right. that's more we affordable. We want reasonable that, college. And you know, what, what would be
1: even more important than the costs, you know what, what the, the non-economic costs of the current caste system called higher ed is? Spring used to be a nervous but joyous time to find out where you're going to school. Now it's the season of despair where you got to sit down with your little girl who's playing by the rules, done a great job, yeah. and you can't afford to send her to school. Yeah. And we need to dramatically expand enrollment such that people that go get downshifted to a near Ivy like experience with Ivy like prices basically all over America. The real moral corruption here is through a cartel system. And this total drunk on exclusivity bullshit complexion yeah, of academics agree. where that, was we, ridiculous we're, we're charging people Mercedes for Hyundais. Yeah. We're charging people $58,000 a year to go to shitty universities. They're security and they think 100%. they can get a leg, at, a leg up. And this notion that if you failed as a parent, if you don't send your kid to college, so okay, they didn't get into a good school, so I'll send them to a mediocre one and pay a quarter of a million dollars, which I have to mortgage my house. There's I been do a-
2: think one of the messages we have to give to people, I don't think college helped me one bit in my current job or anything else. I don't think it helped me one bit. Like, it well, it gave you a credential.
1: Enough. Would you have gotten no, jobs? No,
2: no, It didn't help me get jobs. It was the work. It was always the work. Never. Maybe you don't think a you don't
1: think those first two or three jobs no. you had, you no. you didn't get you no, did that go, credential? I, at
2: the time because college I went to Georgetown was not considered that. But you went you to know.
1: journalism school at Columbia, right?
2: Yeah, but it didn't get me any jobs.
1: Yeah, but it, uh, the education it and the networking probably helped it a lot. Didn't? It
2: was n- I wish I had took that money and put it into Apple. That's what I wish.
1: Right. That's interesting.
2: 100% didn't help me one bit.
1: Well, one, bit. one of the benefits, one of the silver linings Lots of here, other thing's helped me. One of the silver linings of this pandemic is the fact that we do need to bust out of this notion that the only on-ramp to success is a college, a yeah. traditional college degree. And more importantly, we need to convince the greatest wealth creators in the history of mankind, the US corporation, to stop forcing everyone to have a degree yep. from an elite university. That there yep. are other Agreed. Other ways, other means of adding value in a company. So I, yep. look, I, I used to be, I always tell parents, a great plan B is to send your kids to school if you can afford it. But we need to fall back in love with the unremarkables, let more kids into college at a reasonable price, and also find other things, vocational schools, junior colleges, different types of yep. certification, and different on-ramps for people who yeah. don't necessarily want to go to college.
2: A hundred percent. They're very high-paying jobs. They can be very high-paying jobs and necessary and, th- and they don't g- immediately get uh, get digitized, the plumbing, electrical work. And by
1: the way, Sundar totally played to my emotional needs and mm-hmm. launched this $300 Google certification program for UI, UX yeah, and know, product management. Has, th- is that actually you. happening?
2: I don't know. I'll check. I'll call him. I'll call him and find were out. Were they
1: toying with my emotions? Were they, they were flirting with me? Right?
2: That, yeah, they think about you every day. I think Scott. so. That's all oh, they so. do. Listen, we're going to take <laughs> one think, more quick oh, break. Oh, yeah, I'm on the road. I, 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 I forgot. I don't want to let Scott do He hung up. Yeah, yeah. All right, Scott, one more quick break. We'll be back for predictions. Okay, Scott, I have a prediction, but you go first. You go first. I want to hear really yours. I, I always no, suck all the oxygen
1: no, out of the room. No.
2: All right. This is what I think. I just I just did an antitrust panel for the American Bar Association, a lot of big thankers, um, and they didn't welcome my opinions about Google and everything else, just FYI. This was a lot of people who, who get paid to let mergers sail through or help mergers sail through. I think there's 600-plus tech mergers that have gone through without any kind of stoppage. Um and uh, uh i i anyway i was i was talking to a whole bunch of people there and and one of the things that i got the sense of is that uh they're going to let the google fitbit um merger go through with halo and the other things they they're going to let that one fly
1: So through. under the auspices of the best way to predict the future is to make it i think you know something
2: i think i might
1: right so fitbit's going to go through
2: i think it's going to go through yeah um
1: that's in- that's interesting i don't know tell i don't know tell
2: me why it's interesting
1: well, I, I don't know enough about antitrust to think, okay, is this is this monopoly abuse? But just as just as Apple is going vertical with search engines and with chips, Google, what's interesting about Google is they're the only big really they haven't gone vertical into content in terms of streaming video. And they also they've tried with the pixel. But they really haven't done much in terms of – or had much success in terms of hardware. I guess Nest, yeah. what would you say is their hardware? Nest.
2: Nest, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Fitbit, it wasn't a big acquisition. Oh, wearables, everyone else is getting into wearables. Yeah, you got
2: Amazon. I'm wearing an Amazon Halo. Uh,
1: you're wearing a Halo.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, obviously, the I, uh, the Apple Watch, not the Apple Watch. So, I guess they could say, look, our competition's all in this space.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. What did they buy it for? They only bought, they bought it for scrap, right? Four yeah. or 500 million. Yeah.
2: And actually, it's the best one on the market, really. I, I, although I have to tell you, I really like this Amazon Halo, except for it's listening to me right now and you and me right now. I just, I'm going to turn that off in a minute, but I have to say it's the best one. I've, I, I, you can see it right here. It's the best one so far. It's still a little thick, but I have to tell compared to all the others, it's, it's the one I don't notice. Uh, Fitbit is also quite good. Uh, still also thick, but quite a good one. And, uh, but the amount of information they're getting is really disturbing. Hmm. I have to say the tone of voice thing. You know, if I pull up my thing right it now, let's see sitting, what it just... it
1: keeps saying. You are a German lady, and,
2: <laughs> and... German lady. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good
1: tra- okay,
2: so today, so today, yeah. Oh, look at this! I'm happy today. Twelve percent happy. Seven. 5 oh, percent. It not breaks happy. down
1: your happiness.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's the tone. It's my tone. So let's oh, see. I God, was irritated I'd be ten of that. seconds ago. irritated 10 seconds ago that makes sense friendly 2.5 seconds ago aggressive 2.8 seconds ago so during our thing i'm happy yeah i'm aggressive yeah I'm friendly and i'm irritated
1: Wow. You, that just, is, you just, just described 80% of my sex. Anyways, exactly.
2: Discouraged. Oh, I was also discouraged. There late. you go. <laughs> Unconfident. That and was you're earlier You're walking away today. with an experience with that me. Was Discouraged. Earlier today, but right now I am... What time is it right now? Come here, over here. I'm happy now. Look at this. You make Good me ha- you. You know, I'm irritated. No, I'm mostly irritated. Oh,
1: happy and irritated. I'm Lesbian irritated, stubborn,
2: and dismissive. It's really kind of crazy. Anyway... Uh, what does all that also, mean? Okay, my prediction. They also have a body fat thing, too. Really? You can take a picture. You take a picture of yourself and load it up to Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Bezos have doesn't be have body naked. fat.
2: You have to be pretty naked to do to do that.
1: Yeah. I'm comfortable with my nudity. Score. I'm more comfortable with my nudity, nudity. It's other people who aren't comfortable with my nudity. Anyway, yeah. prediction. Uh, I already said this. Uh, so, Amazon's up 20% in the next um seven weeks till its next earnings call, it maybe hits 4,000. Wow. The pandemic trade only gets stronger. Yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, it's going to be really, It's a, It's. It, it, there's terrible things that are going to drive this, but you have this perfect storm, uh, incredible savings rate, nowhere to spend it, uh, a Christmas that always involves discretionary spending. You're money in f- the
2: bank for a lot of wealthy people. Money before. in the
1: bank. And then a supply chain that can handle... Uh, flawlessly. The majority of e-commerce sites are going to be overwhelmed, and they're going to start sending out emails saying, we're not sure you can get it there in time for Christmas. And there's going to be one place that says, we'll get it there early, COVID-free, and at a good price. Boom. I mean, it's just going to be staggering the business Amazon is going to do in the next six weeks.
2: Okay. Well, there you have it. That's a really good one. We have two good ones. We have two good ones. We will talk about apple chips later, because it's an important story. We'll good. talk about that Monday. What do you got planned
1: hopefully- for the weekend, Kara?
2: Egg organization of my house and stuff like that, Uh getting ready. My son's coming home for a couple of weeks. He's going to... Uh, from NYU? From oh, NYU. Yeah, nice. he's going to stay for December because he wants to see his friends and all his classes are online. They're going to hopefully go back online in January. He doesn't go back till mid-January, so yep. hopefully things will ease off a little bit. But New York's been pretty good, honestly. He's, he's had a good time there and he's making friends and he doesn't have COVID and they have very low rates. So, you were wrong about that one. Unfortunately. I was, a, you know
1: what? I was 100% wrong and to be fair, yeah. NYU's testing really and good. this is all public, it's been very robust and their positivity rates have been like 0.01%. They've done They're a like Taiwan, they're behaving job. like Taiwan.
2: I have to say, I thought they would because I watched as they rolled it out and I was pretty pleased with uh how they're doing it. And again, you know, I think Louis being social but they're being very careful and they're doing a lot of testing and they're following up very quickly and so I feel pretty good. And so his one of his classes, they're all going remote now because of this rise in New York. and so I, he's just gonna stay home with his mama. That'll be nice. Yeah, That'll yeah, really so nice. I'll be around not doing much of anything. All right, Scott, that's the show. Thank you so much. It's a very enjoyable show. Um, email you're, us with
1: you're 2% gratified <laughs>
2: let me see let me look. What, what does Jeff Bezos tell me I am uh, irritated and gratified email us with questions about companies and trends in tech and business at pivot at voxmedia.com we love your questions whatever you want to ask thank you so much from Australia uh, we really appreciate it uh, Michael uh, from Melbourne which is a beautiful city by the way one of my favorites in that, in that continent the nicest uh,
1: city in Australia underrated it it's oh, a wonderful, it's wonderful.
2: city Wonderful. They wonderful the market yeah. there I love everything about Melbourne. My, yeah. my nephew lived there, so I went and visited him once. All right. Read us out, Scott.
1: Today's show was produced by Rebecca Sonanis. Fernando Finete engineered this episode. Erica Anderson is Pivot's executive producer. Thanks also to Hannah Rosen and Drew Burrows. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, or if you're an Android user, check us out on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please recommend it to a friend. Thanks for listening to Pivot from New York Magazine and Vox Media. We'll be back next week for a breakdown of all things German lady or lesbian. Kara,
2: <laughs> have a great weekend.